and the fact that we weren't able to uh, get to where we wanted to go. Uh, but there were some good things that happened. Um, you know, for the first time in my seven years, I thought we had an, a very, very explosive offense. We've got uh, a lot of a lot of good players over there. I think Kirk had a had a really good season. Um, played much, played better along all all along. Had some big moments and some big games. Obviously, Dalvin Cook is a tremendous football player. Um, you know, I think some of the young guys, obviously Justin Jefferson and some of the young guys got a lot of valuable experience uh, throughout the course of the season, including a lot of the guys on defense. And we're looking forward to getting back to uh, getting a lot of these other guys back that uh, missed a, a large portion of the season. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to work like crazy on getting a couple areas fixed and uh come back with a vengeance. Hey, Mike, with the offense, do you have any expectation with Gary Kubiak entering next year? And, and what do you think of the job he did this year? Well, let me say this first. Uh, I love Gary Kubiak. He's an um, unbelievable person, unbelievable coach, um, uh, a great uh, ear to me. Um, you know, I, I love sitting there talking to him. We're both kind of the same kind of guys. I know that he's he's you know he's had some health issues in the past. I think it's always good to take some time and think about uh, where you're at and, and uh, mentally and physically. Obviously, this this year was a major uh, mental and, and physical drain on all of us, including the players. So um, you know, we'll just see how that unfolds as we, as we move forward. But uh, um, he. Is the best I've ever been around. Um, terrific person, uh, great coach. Um, you know, I love and I loved having him. So, so Mike, we'll, we'll just see how we'll just see how he's doing. Your hair looks good, by the way. Um, is he giving consideration to retiring then, Gary? And if so, when will he decide? By he's taking some time to. Um, mentally think about the season and where he's at health-wise, and then he'll decide what he wants to do. Mike, about halfway through the season, you said you wanted your young secondary to go from kindergarten to the master's program. I guess, where do you think they ended up in, uh, yeah, at, at the final part of the 2020 season? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, we had so many guys in and out out of there at corner, uh, you know, we, like this last ball game, you know, guys that weren't even here at the beginning of training camp. Um, so um, if you're speaking specifically on Danzler and Gladney, I think they got invaluable um, experience. I think it's only going to help them. They do have a lot of work to do in the offseason um, with uh, the strength and, and size factors that they need to get better at. But uh, they both are uh, very, very, have a chance to be very, very good players. Um, you know, I like them both. Um, you know, Danzer obviously was hurt, you know, uh, too much. Uh, so he's got to get stronger. He's got to get more, um, uh, continue to get more, more. Uh, body weight and then uh, you know Gladney was able to play throughout the whole course of the year and uh, he needs to take a little break and then get back with it so but these guys have a chance to be good players and um, you know it's just uh, I, I don't think they would be as far along next year as if they didn't play all the plays that they played this this past season so um, I think it'd be it'll be really good for them in the long run. 
Mike, how do you how do you feel the defensive coordinator arrangement worked in his first year? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of that work over there anyway. So, um, you know, we didn't play as good defensively as, as we wanted to, but, uh, you know, those guys were, uh, they helped me an awful lot. Uh, you know, uh, Andre and Adam both, um, and really Durante Jones is a terrific coach. Um, so uh, I think it worked out fine. We just, we just have to play better defensively and, um, you know, try to stay healthy, obviously. Did you continue to call all the plays? I did. And Mike, obviously when a team doesn't make the playoffs, there's going to be some changes in the off season. Uh, how would you characterize it? Does it need, does uh, your roster and philosophy, everything need a major overhaul, a minor overhaul, a tweak, or where do you think you're at there? Well, I think Joe, if you look at the track record over the, the past seven years, uh, you know, we've been pretty, pretty, solid defensively um so you know i do think we need to look at everything in, in that aspect um i do think uh, you know we have to get much better on special teams but i do believe offensively we've got to the point where we have a chance to be a, a really really good football team and now if we can get the guys back that we had injured this year we continue to look at things on uh you know how people are trying to affect us defensively um come up with some ideas you know i do th you know one of the things i like to do in the in the spring and otas and hopefully we have them is is experiment with different players in different positions experiment with uh different alignments different schemes and things like that uh that that i think about and um you know, obviously we weren't able to do that this year because we didn't have any. So we had to get right into going that. So hopefully we have some OTAs and then we can, you know, I can continue to experiment with, you know, and I'm, you know, like for instance, some of the, some of the linebackers that were playing that uh, when Barr went out, you know, never, they were never even here for training camp. So trying to get them to see, okay, can this guy blitz? Can he blitz against the back? Can he blitz against an offensive tackle? Can he cover a tight end? Can he, in man-to-man, -man, you know, all those different things that you're not able to really look at that I try to do uh, the entire time during um, um, OTAs. I wasn't able to do so. Um, and I'm, I'm not making an excuse, uh, you know, it's it's what we had, but um, that's just the way, way it was. And Mike, with that said, with that said about the, the offense, just mentioning the explosive offense and, and how well it played this year. How important will continuity be to you if you had to make a change there this offseason at the top? Well, let's not deal with what ifs yet. Let's wait, wait and see what happens, and then then we can figure all that stuff out. But I, I, I will say this. I love the scheme that we're running offensively. I love the wide zone uh, offense. I love the play action passes. Um, you know, all those things uh, is, has been <laughs> – you know, a coach told me one time, you do what's, you, your offense should be what your quarterback is best at. And that's what I feel like Kirk is best at. Those, those kind of things is what makes him really good. And so to me, um, that, that is really important. Mike, do you think you need to bring in some more veterans on defense or the young guys getting more mature and the players coming back from injury, do you think, coupled with the draft, do you think that will be enough? I don't know. We're going to look at everything. Uh, you know, we're still still in the process of evaluating all the players and and uh, all the things that we have to do. Uh, you know, obviously, salary cap is an issue. It could be an issue. Um, you know, where we're at as far as uh, uh, 
injuries, guys coming back from next year. So we'll look at all those all those areas. We'll look at the we'll look at um, you know the free agency. We'll look at the draft. We'll look at our players and try to figure out the best way to to handle this. But uh, you know, I do think if you said, okay, well, Kendricks, Barr, Hunter, and Pierce are coming back, I think that's going to improve us automatically. But but it, you know, and and again. You know, I probably miscalculated some things going into the season. You know, when we, we lost all the guys that we lost the year before, the two corners, the nickelback, the backup safety, the backup defensive end, um, starting defensive end, a starting nose tackle. Um, I'm sure there's more that I, that I can't remember. But, you know, we, we had a complete overhaul on defense. And, you know, sometimes that happens, you know, when you get to year seven. Coach, when you think about just earlier, um, I guess in the spring and summer when there was so much uncertainty even about this season happening, getting all the way through with, with COVID-19 and everything, just I guess what are your thoughts on how the team navigated that part of it um, and just being able to complete all of your games? Yeah, well, um, you know, there was so much uncertainty, Lindsay, going into the season. Um, you know, are we going to play? Are we not going to play? Uh, are we going to, um, you know, how, how are we going to handle the 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 pandemic. Uh, I'm really proud of our guys in the way that they they handled their business. Um, you know, obviously we got a lot of help and input from Eric Sugarman and, and Rick, and you know, on the on the things that we could do. Um, the virtual meetings, you know, all that everything was uh, for everybody, not just us, but if everybody was just completely new. Um, dealing with all that, I mean, you know, no one would ever thought that we would. Be, be trying to play football in the way that we that you know the way that we end up doing it this year. But I'm I'm extremely proud of our guys, uh, the way that they they went about their business and uh, worked like crazy. Uh, you know, so I was talking I was talking to one player yesterday, and you know, people don't realize that some of the other factors that are going on in their lives, not just the pandemic and playing football, and you know some of the some of the uh, outside influences that they have to deal with, with their families being in, in a pandemic or their families being uh, without jobs and, th and, and areas like that. You know, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot on, these, on these young guys and uh, uh, the way they handled it uh, was, was, I'm really proud of them. Mike, do you feel like you need to shore up the three technique position going into free agency? I know that um, you know, that's obviously a really big important position in your defense with you know guys who can you know take some of the double teams off of guys. All that is that something that's a priority for you? A priority for me is uh, that we continue to get more pass rushers. You know, I've always said since the day I walked in here, you got to have people that can cover and you got to have people that can rush. And uh, you know, uh, you can you can. You know, like we've done in like we've done in the past. You know, we've had Brian Robinson line up in there rushing pass, or Stephen Weatherly, or you know, a whole bunch of different area guys that can do different things. So uh, we need we need uh, people that can rush the quarterback, and and whether it's a linebacker, or a corner, or a safety, you got to have guys that can cover in today's NFL. So um, that makes a that makes a big difference. Going off. Uh, how is Danil Hunter doing, and do you expect to have him back next season? Yeah, I do. He's doing well. Um, you know, it's he's he's on track to wherever he's supposed to be. So, um, you know, I think he – I know he thinks he's going to be able to come back and be uh, 
better than he was before. But uh, you know, we got to get back, and you know, that's the other thing for all for all these players. Uh, they have to have, you know, I think we have to have a, a good plan for especially these young guys, the Danzlers and the Gladneys and Troy Dyes and um, you know Ezra Cleveland's. Uh, you know, DJ Wanham, you know, all these guys, they, we need to have a great program for them in this offseason. So they come back here. And like I told them yesterday, I believe it's, it's now they've learned how to get through an NFL season. I think uh, that's going to help them as well because, you know, it's, it's a little different than playing college football when you're, you know, you're playing 10 or 11 games and, um, you know, you're not playing against the same kind of people that you're playing every single Sunday and trying to get your body ready uh, for the next week and, and you know, the, the uh, I guess the rigors of playing an NFL season. Mike, given Mike, some, of the, ahead, Mike, some of the special teams issues this year, uh, will you make any changes with the coaching staff and the special teams group? Yeah, Marwan's uh, contract ran out, and uh, so I told him I was not going to renew it. Just with that group overall this year, what what do you think led to uh, some of the struggles overall? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I really don't want to get into the the specifics too much on that, but um, you know, we obviously didn't play very well. Now, a lot of those guys that probably should have been playing on special teams were playing on defense. So, uh, but uh, we're going to shore up that area, and that'll be a major emphasis as well. Mike, are there any other coaches that you like, Gord? Uh, no, Mark. And the other question I have was your thoughts on the offensive line, and is it good enough to get where you want to go? Well, I, I do think the offense, I, you know, those guys battled the rear ends off all year. Um, I, you know, I think you're always going to continue to look to improve that area. Um, you know, we've, we've got to uh, really – there's no area that we don't really want to look to improve. And, uh, but I do think those guys, you know, I thought Riley Reef had a heck of a year. Um, you know, O'Neill's got a chance to be an extremely, uh, really good player. Um, you know, Bradbury's a good, good player. He, he got, um, you know, he was dinged up a little bit this, this season, uh, but he's a tough kid, never says anything, doesn't want to miss any time. So, um, you know, and I think Cleveland has a chance to be a good player, and, and Dakota battled his rear end off. So, um, you know, I, I but I do I do like that group, the the continuity that they have, the the communications that they have. You know, I I like that group. So we'll just have to see. But if we can improve, we're going to improve. Mike, how was this season just on you personally? I mean, I know it was your first losing season since 2014, and then with the defensive struggles and that sort of thing. How was the season personally on you? Like a normal NFL season. Mike, do you think that with Cleveland moving inside to right guard, is that where you envision him staying for 2021? Do you know yet? Well, it's been, what, 28 hours since we played a game. Can, can we evaluate where the guys are in the draft and where we're going to go from there and, and then see where we're going to put, put the players? Um, you know, there's a lot of time between now and then, so I can't tell you exactly where guys are going to line up at this particular point. All I can tell you is about where they played last year and how they played. Coach, with so much scoring up this year, um, do you think the – 
lack of fans in most venues or limited um, really hindered some defensive ability to either rush passer, uh, maybe keep a few more points off the board, and then took away the home field advantage that you and uh, the team have worked to create here. Well, I do think that, you know, we we certainly miss the fans at, at U.S. Bank Stadium and the way that they – and we're looking forward to having them back next year. Um, I, I think that would be, be great for us. Um, you know, this I think this is the highest scoring season in NFL history, which, you know, is – there's got to be something to do with the pandemic and getting defenses ready to play and, um, you know, all the different things uh, because, you know, it's just, I just think that's how, how it was. But um, I think the scoring will come down next year. Um, just my personal opinion, I think it will come down. I think, especially if we have a normal off season, um, I think this thing will get back under control. I know there was, you know, the penalties were way down this year. There was a lot of, things that were, you know, um, that teams got away with, I guess is the best way to say it. Mike, can you put your finger on why you have been able to bounce back from non-playoff seasons and then and then every year of your tenure you've been able to make it the next year? Do you, what, what's the key to getting a team kind of back to that place? Well, I think if you look at the history – Every year that we've had, we we had over 130 missed games uh, to defensive players that were on IR this year. We had eight players on offense on IR, eight missed games of uh, offensive players on IR. If you look at the statistics on uh, when when we have high um, injury totals, those are the years that has been the the down years when we've had. When we stayed healthy, we played really well. But you can look at the injuries, and you know, should should gave me a thing on that the other day. It's like, I mean, it's very glaring. Mike, are injuries a factor into finishing a season strong? I, I know that uh, if you look at the last couple of years, your team has not won as many games in December as you won earlier in the season. Is that part of injuries? Is that something you have to look at? I probably need to look at it. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to say all those things, Joe, but, uh, you know, a lot of times it depends on who you're playing. It depends on, you know, the team that you're playing, the schedule, uh, you know, uh, you know, how many how many night games on the West Coast are you playing? I mean, there's so many different factors that can go into it, but it, I don't think you can just concrete say, oh, well, we didn't play good at the end of the year. I mean, there's been, uh, I don't know, last year I thought we you know, did some things at the end of the year, but I don't, you know, I don't remember. Mike, you, you mentioned there's a lot to work on um, after a season like this. I guess what's at the top of your list right now? To evaluate the players. That's the first thing. Evaluate all the players in the program and um, kind of decide which ones are developmental, which ones uh, that we can win with, which ones are going to um, – you know, move forward with. Uh, I think uh, that that'll be the number one thing. And then once we get there, then we'll start evaluating systems and plays. And um, you know, obviously, if if there's some coaching things, that that'll be high on the list. Um, so, you know, just normal, normal stuff. 
What are your plans to replace uh, Marwin? I mean, it, could you possibly go inside for that position, or will this be an extensive search, or what exactly are you looking at there? Again, this is 24 hours after the game or whatever it is, so I have to take some time to evaluate who's available, who's not available, guys here in the building, and we'll go from there. We'll do, we'll do it like we always do. You had, Time for two more. Mike, you had 10 games this season that were uh, decided by one possession or less. Did it feel like every game kind of came down to the wire? And, and what do you think the team can learn from that going forward? Well, I think that's typical. You know, usually the NFL, each game is going to come down to uh, one possession usually. Um, I do think these guys, especially the young guys, being in these kind of, uh, you know, uh, Tight, tight ball games. I think the experience of them having to do that will um, help them be better in those situations. Uh, I know that I wasn't able to work on those things as much as we have in the past. You know, usually every every day in the in the OTAs and every day we go out there, we work on end of game situations. And um, you know, with the shortened time, we weren't able to, to do it near as much. But uh, that that you know, those are things that we all have to. Uh, continue to do. Mike, you said last week that week 17, uh, depending upon the outcome, you know, hoping to leave a good taste in your mouth, seeing Alexander Madison and what he did in the finale and just knowing how much of a workload Dalvin took on this year, does that give you, I guess, the confidence to know that next year, if you want to spell Dalvin a little bit more, preserve him in certain moments that you have a backup running back who can step in and do similar to what Dalvin does? Well, I didn't need to see that to know that Alexander could do those things. I, I, I've seen him play, and he's he's a good back. So um, he he needs to stay healthy, obviously, which would help those those situations. You know, he missed some, some time because of, he got a concussion on special teams, I believe. But um, yeah, I think it's important that we monitor Dalvin's workload and and as we go forward. But like I said before, you know, at the end of the ball game, we need our best players in the game. And Dalvin's not, not only one of our best players, he's one of the best players in the NFL.